Hello, welcome to The Mind, The Feels, Some Woo, Some Science, a podcast that helps you release the resistance and stories about the fears and limitations you hold in your mind. Let's have fun and let's grow together. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I am really excited to release the episode that I have in store for you today with my friend Brian, who I've known for quite some time. We go into so many juicy topics like the meaning of life, being bored versus just being, dropping control, trusting, flowing, what people think life is. He talks about money, substance, and relationships why money is so important to existence. We talk about the energetics of the soul, infinite possibilities, quantum mechanics, universal signs, receiving, chasing the good feeling, and so many other good things. I just wanted to get inside of his amazing head because there is so much goodness. He has been going through a spiritual transformation for quite some time, And he's got a whole different view that I just had to be a part of. So I just want to share that with you today. And I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say about this. And as always, if you want to find me on Instagram, you can find me at Lauren Jean Subconsciously underscore stuff. I'm not going to bore you with anything else right now. Let's get right into the episode with Brian. Everyone, welcome back to the show. Very happy that you're here. Excited to share this chat today that I'm going to have with my friend Brian. And the funny thing is, neither of us have any idea where this is going to go, but we're going to have some fun today. So, welcome, Brian. Thank you for being here. Hi. I want to just dive in and let's see where this goes. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. So, so share a little bit about yourself first so we can kind of have an idea of who you are. Maybe if you want to share what you do, like just spill it. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I consider myself a jack of all trades. I do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I mean, as the physical thing, what I do, I work at Trader Joe's and I'm, a, I'm an event coordinator where I help the arts, plan events, do different things outside of the world. And you know, just try to make a difference. Um, I just like being part of things and being able to, you know, make things happen. Um, But I guess, I mean, most of what I do and where I've gone has been on this like crazy quest to find like existential meaning and like what is the actual meaning of of life? You know, everybody's like, oh, hey, I want to do this today. I want to do that today. I'm looking for this goal. But like, you know, I'm always looking for deeper and like, like digging down further. And that's always been the way, you know, yeah, I wanted a job. I want this, I wanted that. But, you know, as I grew older, I'm like, why do we wake up? Why do we go through our day? Yeah, I totally get that. And it's funny because we had really reconnected. I think it was November, December, somewhere around there. And you were like deep in it, which you probably have been for a very long time but this is kind of like when you were ready to openly share it with me at least 
And we kind of went into this. We did some RTT and we spoke a lot and I was trying to follow what you were saying. And I understood a lot. And then you just kind of like, like the floodgates opened. And I was like, wow, I'm fascinated with this. <laughs> and I was trying to figure out all different ways to like kind of support you. But you were way ahead of me at that point. Mm-hmm. So I was taking it in. And you know when you kind of like, you can understand something, but you can't fully understand it because you're not there yet. You know that feeling? Well, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know, another thing about me that I, I will share openly here that I typically don't share openly is like um, 20 years ago or uh, whatever, I was like, I had a, a breakdown and I was declared with, um, you know, manic bipolar, which is like a chemical imbalance. So, you know, contrary to what normal, I guess, normal quote unquote humans do, they have like, like similar brain waves, but like my brain waves fluctuate and I'm I'm told to be very higher functioning than most people who uh, suffer with this condition. So, um, you know, with my background, I've been to college. I, you know, I, you know, just investigate a lot of stuff and just who I am in my culture. I'm able to, I guess, dip into both worlds of the elusive and lucid, I would say. Yeah. And I find that totally incredible. And at the same time, <clears throat> Not that I'm saying that these conditions don't exist, but I think they go deeper than that. I think there's an actual meaning behind it. You know, like you hear people have all sorts of all sorts of issues, but looking more into it and understanding more about what's actually going on inside of your mind, like there's something there. I don't necessarily believe it to be like a disorder or a disability or any of that. Like I feel like there is a power in it. And we're told by society that something's wrong with us. So then we believe it and then we become that. But deep down inside, I feel like you in particular, you have this incredible gift and you're just like, not now tapping into it. Like you've been trying to figure it out for a long time. Mm-hmm. So what do you, what, like, what do you think about that? Um, well, I mean, honestly, like it's been a struggle and it's been like an internal conflict between me and myself and me and society and what you did, you know, our work really basically really like broke down the walls and helped me, you know, figure out where the root cause was, um, you know, and how this all evolved, you know, for, for like eons, I was like going to doctors, talking to them, reading books, doing alternative methods, um, anything possible, you know, and I just did it all, whatever it would be, you know, I, you know, and finally, you know, within the past half a year, year, I just sorted out my thoughts, but, you know, as usual, people have their ups and downs of trying to figure out what's going next. Yeah, exactly. So tell me, where are you now? Like, what is the point that you're at, like, right now? Because yesterday could be a completely different story, right? It's up, it's down, it's all over the place. So where are you, like, today, as we speak, in the mind or the body of Brian? Where are you? (laughs) Oh, man, that's a tough question. I'm, I'm not, like, back to square one, but I'm, like, I'm complacent but yet I want more. Um, I want to know what is the next step. You know, I, you know, I don't want to bring in the 
what's going on in the outside world right now with like, you know, the scare of re-COVID and stuff like that. But like, I'm just thinking, what's my next step and where do I go as a human being? What can I do? Like, you know, I have, like, you know, I still work at Trader Joe's. I've been, you know, doing my uh, event planning, but it's just like, kind of like come to this, like kind of like, I guess, flatness. And I'm like, I need to like ramp up the, you know, ramp it up again and figure out what my next step is because I'm bored again. Like I get bored easy and, you know, I need like constant stimulation and like, I need more stimulation. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. It's it's like our minds. Well, it's not like our minds need constant stimulation. And I can even see this in like the younger generation, like my daughter, for example, and her friends, I hear all the time, I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm like, it's okay to be bored. Like deep down, it's like our intuition, our inner voice, whatever you want to call it, God, universe. It's okay being bored, just being right. And yet us as humans, we want to be doing and thinking and figuring out all of the time. So do you have, I know you have it. Have you had this feeling lately where, you know, deep down inside, it's okay to just be where you are. And then you have this internal struggle of the next thing and what's going to keep you busy for today. Yeah, there's always that thing. And like, um, you know, my previous self would be like, all right, I'm going out to the bar, I'm drinking, I'm going for a ride and, you know, I'm never turning back. I'm going to shows, I'm doing this, like, and I would constantly go and go and like, you know, I see my bent gut depleting and I see like, you know, just being me physically exhausting and I'm like, okay, I'm going to just force myself to stay in the house. You know, that's it. I'm going to force myself to just like, and then you're just like pacing the floors and it's just like, there's no winning there. How, how am I going to, how am I going to win this battle of like, I need to do and I need to see. And like, my biggest thing is I'm, I'm a a extrovert. I'm an introverted extrovert. So like I enjoy internalizing to myself, but he needs to constantly be around people and talking to people. Otherwise I feel like, what is the point of my existence? Why am I here? I do things because I want to be around people and I, you know, it revolves around people. So being in my house, I'm like, oh shit, I don't know what to do, you know, and to, you know, like living, you know, previously I was on my own and I had some issues with the landlord, but like, regardless, like I hate living on my own because I need to share these thoughts where they, I just burst and, you know, that's, you know, I got this like well building up and boom. So I have to figure out like, what is it that like makes me want to be around people all the time and how do I not do that? And you know? Yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. Um, I'm like the complete opposite. I enjoy my alone time and I love sharing stories and everything that I'm going through and hearing from other people. And at the same time, I really enjoy that quiet time, but that's taken some work. That's taken like a lot of work to get to the point where I'm okay with just being right. So at this point where you're at, right now um and the difference was you were at another spot where you were trying to figure out life that's like kind of where I wanted to go with this conversation but at the same time I'm just like just let it flow that's my mind coming in right now like saying all right redirect I, I heard that redirect redirect but it's like no 
that's not how life goes. We try to control everything, right? We want to control everything. We want to know everything. We want to tell everything. And then at this deeper level, it's like we know that we can trust. And I don't even know where I'm talking anymore. I'm just speaking. So I'm hoping this is making some sort of sense to you because I tend to just speak now and not actually listen to myself speaking. I'm going to stop right now. Jump in. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So yeah. And then which, um, I don't know which direction I want to go first. Um, I had two thoughts like previous to this conversation. There were like two uh, different ideas I had. One was what people think the meaning of life is and what it boils down to. And then I guess like quantum physics of like, do we exist or do we not exist? So um, I, I definitely want to go into both. So which do you want to start with? Whatever comes to your mind first, boom, go there. Okay. So meaning of life, like I'm like, why, why are we here and what do we do? And people, there's just like three vain meanings for most people. It's money, a substance or a relationship. There's, you know, I don't see, like, I mean, there could be other stuff, but in my site, in my thing, people are always like, what do you want most of all? I want money. Like, when you ask people what they want, I want to win the lotto. I want a million dollars. Why? Why is this so important? Why is this thing of money so important to existence? I want a relationship. I want to impress her. I want to impress him. Why I want to impress myself. I want a substance to make me feel better. Let's go drinking. Let's go smoking. Let's go you know, to a doctor and get medication or like an herbalist. Like these are the things that drive human beings. And like, why is this what is so important to people? Yes, that those are three big things. Definitely. Right. Like everyone wants more money. Everyone, ultimately, everyone just wants to feel good. So, right. It's all about that feeling that's driving us. And yet, if you're just getting into this, trying to figure things out, right you, you kind of don't realize it right away. Like it took me years to figure out like, oh, it's just a feeling. Like we're driven by wanting to feel good. Like we want to feel good so badly sometimes that we're driven to things that don't make us feel good because we don't know how to feel good. So we want to kind of medicate ourselves in any way we possibly can, you know, drinking, drugs, sex, shopping, whatever it might be. And once you can like pull yourself out of that shit and realize like, okay, I'm not feeling good, but I want to feel good, but I don't know how to feel good. So how do I feel good? It's this constant cycle of like beating ourselves up, trying to feel good, but doing the things that don't make us feel good. So we don't feel, and you see where I'm going here. I'm going in circles. Yeah. That's trying to, the point I'm trying to make. It's a cycle. <laughs> it's a circle that never ends. And it just, it doesn't end because it's not supposed to end. And, you know, is like, does anything ever get solved for anybody? You know, you might solve it for that hour, for that day, but the next day it's like, oh, nothing, something else. And then, you know, it, you know, it's just like, why? What's the point? You know, what's, I, I don't want to say like in the, in the, like, what was me, what the point, but like, what's the point of like striving for something when it's just going to get reset again? Yeah, exactly. And I've been doing a lot of study on energetics lately because I've always been fascinated in that subject but I've also my mind has told me okay that's that's too much stop right there and yet I've always been pulled to this topic and I've recently got into it like the past two months or so and I'm just 
I've always been fascinated with it. So I tell myself like, why are you stopping yourself from this? Just kind of go with that flow and allow yourself. And there's this one, you know, energy law that energy can't be destroyed or created. It is just there all the time. So when you think about that, right, it can't be destroyed or created. It's just there all of the time. So this kind of brings us into our own bodies. We're all energy, right? We are created by energy. We're just this physical manifestation, just like a chair or this microphone I'm talking into. And it's just there. Like you can't create it. You can't destroy it. So bring this to our bodies, right? We have this soul, which is the energy. Our body is just the physical manifestation. When we're born, we're born as a soul into this body. And then when we die, our energy can't just die. The energy doesn't die. The body dies. So, okay, where do you go after you die? I know you want to jump in here. Go ahead. I can see the look on your face. <laughs> like, I, I, I always love this question because, like, you know, people have so many different answers and nobody knows because we are, like, you know, I love, you believe what you want to believe. Um, because a lot of people believe in, like, you know, their religion and that there's a heaven or a hell or there's, you know, some, you know, a reincarnation or this or that, um, you know, everybody has their own justification of what in their mind is what it is to be non-existence on this plane. Like right now we're just this physical manifestation with this, like with these neurochemicals working in our brain and, you know, it starts, it stops. We're interacting with other you know, atoms and physical human beings and manifesting different ideas from them. But like each person has their own psyche and it explains to them, this is why we live. This is what happens when we die. And that's going to be for them. Somebody who's a Christian will believe in the Catholic, somebody who's Jewish, Buddhist, blah, 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 all down the line will believe in what they believe. I personally believe in like inner sense and there is you know, there is, you believe yourself is who you are and you live for what you live. Um, you know, I've been studying, I love just diving into a lot of different types of, you know, idealism. And the one I found that kind of resonates with me is, uh, I, I want, we'll go to the quantum physics, quantum physics. And like, uh, you know, you know, there is only what there is. You believe there's like a timeline and, you know, there could be infinite possibilities and you just have to, you know, believe that the possibility you can go on will be the one you get to. And eventually, um, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. You're not supposed to know. And when you leave this body, it just poof goes into the atoms up in the air and, you know, it could recycle again in another lifetime. We don't know but it's for the individual to know because everybody is different and everybody has a different perspective, different set of eyes. Your belief will be different than my belief and our next door neighbors will be different. And this is what's so great because it's so much conflict. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And yeah, we have no idea where we're going to go. And yet this is what the human mind, the character of the human, right? Not the soul 
this is what we struggle with. What is our purpose? Why are we here? What am I doing here? Why am I suffering? Why does everything happen to me? Blah, blah, blah. Like we make up stories because we're still trying to figure it out. And then there's people who are stuck in that cycle of let's just medicate, 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 however we can. So it's just like we're a bunch of crazy humans running around on this planet and we have a purpose in this life to feel good. And yet we don't understand that we're here just for that. We're here to just feel good. And then when we die, we don't have control over that. Like we can think about where we might go, but we don't, we don't know. Like we don't have as much control as we'd like to believe that we can have. The only thing we really have control of is our body and what we do with it, how we use our mind to control our body. You know, we have control. Will we wake up? Will we, you know, what are we going to do next? Brush our teeth? Are we going to eat food? Are we going to go out? You know, who are we going to interact with? And then there's a different storyline for each different possibility that you're going to do. You know, you know, you ever stare at yourself in the mirror for an extended point of time, you know, what, just, just try that like five minutes and just stare and get lost into your own eyes. Most people can't do that. And it's just like a, a big trip, like, holy shit, who, who is this person? And what is all the way in that? You know, and don't just look around, look deep into your own eyes. You know, I'm sure if you're in a relationship, you gaze into your partner's eyes. But what if you gaze into your own eyes? What happens then? Yeah, that's a really good practice. I've used mirror techniques for other um, practices, but that could be a fun one. Because, yeah, you've looked into someone else's eyes, but can you really look into your own eyes and kind of just wonder, like, what more is there? What, what is this in front of me? what is going on here and just kind of like allow those questions to come in and who knows what will come up for you. We have no idea. And sometimes for some people it might, your mind just might start wandering kind of like when you're in meditation, you know, you could stare, but are you actually there? Like, are you present in your own eyes or is your mind wandering? And this could be a really cool exercise to try. Definitely recommend trying it. Um, I've done it, like I said, for short amount of times, but that could be also a really great meditation technique to kind of get lost in keeping your eyes open, staring at the mirror. I love that. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And it's just like, all we are is our recording, like not all we are is recording, life, but we're like a recording device. Our mind is constantly recording and taking it. And most of what we take in, I'm taking, I'm going from you here. Most of what we take in is not even conscious and you know, it's just always a stimulation and it's just like filtering different things out and trying to figure out like how, what we take in and we don't choose what we take in. The things cho choose us and, you know, that's all it is. And that's why, you know, why is somebody interested in sports yet somebody's interested in dance, you know, and somebody's interested in comics, you know, like, why is that? Why are, why do people have different interests? And, you know, it's just like, yeah, well, think of it this way. We're actually a receiver, right? We're receiving things all of the time, but we're not listening to what we're receiving most of the time because we don't get that. Like we're like a radio where we're tuning into frequencies all of the time. And it's like that recording is from the past of things that were learned, things that were kind of programmed into us as a kid or as a teen or even in our 20s throughout our entire lives. We're constantly recording 
and downloading the things that are happening in our lives. And what I've been practicing a lot lately, like really digging into is learning how to receive, right? There's signs all around us, all around us. We just have to have that awareness to be like, okay, I am a receiver. I am like a radio receiver because that's what our minds are. That's what our brains are, is a receiver. And we're taking things in from the different frequencies around us. It's kind of like being around a certain person and you are either really happy or really sad. Let's go with the, let's go with the really sad first. We're really sad or something's happened and then you come across a really happy, excited person. And that happy, excited person tends to be me a lot. So I see this changing, but then you notice that your energy changes. You're receiving the energy of the other person. So if you think of it like that, and you can be open to changing maybe the way that you're thinking about it, right? We're receiving and recording at the same time. Then you can kind of notice your energy shifting and when it's shifting and why it's shifting and just be that viewer. Like I say a lot, the viewer of your, of your thoughts of what's coming to you and how that's changing the way you're thinking or what you're doing or what you're saying. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And like something that always, you know, boggles my mind is other people can sense it or receive it. Sometimes, you know, like when people say, are you okay? Like that is like my, my dreaded question in the world. Like, what does that mean? Are you okay? Can you see something that's going on in my eyes and my face that I'm not seeing uh, what is okay? And where is the derivation of not okay and okay? You know, it's just like, it always, you know, it's kind of like a, yeah. And you can sense that from people because I've gotten that too. Right. Are you okay? That's like, that is the dreaded question. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I think I'm okay. Am I okay? And then you start questioning yourself. Right. And then you start doubting yourself. Like maybe I'm not okay. And then we wonder like, why do I care about what someone else thinks? It's because we do. That's just nature. That's just who we are. We yeah, question these things. Absolutely. It's just like, we exist because other people exist and other creatures exist. It's just like that riddle. If a tree falls in the forest and no, nobody's around to hear it, does it make a sound? Does it, there's no animals, no people. Like, does it actually fall? Does anything happen? Because nobody views it. So it's not in the history of whatever, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And it comes back down to science, comes back down to science. And the, um, it's all about, the being the viewer, like you said, if a tree falls and no one's there to see it, does it fall? No, because there's no one there to, to see it at all. And then we're, then we're making up a story and we're making up a timeline, you know, it's just like, it's the same thing as if you do something, you return and you don't tell anybody you know, that story just lives in you. And then once you're gone, that story is never going to live on. That's why stories are so amazing to pass on because they're just like, wow, that's, and then it just like the telephone game, it changes and changes and changes. And that's been like history. It's been like current, whatever it is, it's been, you know, one story is told, but it's just taken. So out of context, both in positive and negative ways, but you're always evolving and you know, that's the key to life is evolution, no matter what it is, it, you know, civilization, 
science, anything, you, your, your own, your own psyche, you have to evolve. You can't just stay stagnant. And that was going back to me and my like revelations. Um, I never wanted to be stagnant. And then like, you know, you hit, like, you know, when I was going to therapy, it was in a stagnant way. And then I came to you and you just hit that trigger and I'm like, okay, I'm evolving now. How do I evolve in my mind and how do I break through the next way? And um, I definitely love some of the, you know, the techniques, you know, like um, definitely affirmations are huge in your own evolving of yourself and the repetition of hearing something over and over again, the theta and delta waves, you know, it's like, it sounds like ridiculous, but it's really, it really works. And then like the biggest issue is when you're on your own is, you know, continuing that work you do it for like two, three months and you're like up oh, back to my old ways, you know? And that's kind of what happened to me the other day. I had a conversation with my mom and I'm like, I really need to get back into listening to those things again. And, you know, resetting my mind to get all this static out or all this, like what's going on in the world. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's all about stories, right? Everything we tell ourselves is a story. Our minds make up stories to make us feel more comfortable and more feeling like we belong in this world. And when you always come back to that, it's like, you can kind of question it like, well, is that real? It's real if you believe it. It's not real if you don't believe it. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is what it is. It's, it's really that simple. And us humans, our minds, our bodies, we make everything so difficult when it's just as simple as whatever you believe and leave the rest. And it's always less is more sometimes I've learned, you know, you don't have to get in this whole big explanation. This happened to have just let the, the person fill in the blanks because people's minds tend to fill in blanks. If you, you don't give them all the details, not, you know, and they'll be like, okay, that makes sense. You know, because like you don't want to overload somebody with something. Exactly. And think about this too. Your mind has this job, right? To keep us safe, to keep us busy all the time doing something. Because if it's not, then it doesn't know where it should go and what it should do. So every time you conquer a problem or solve a problem there's always going to be another like it doesn't stop it doesn't stop your mind always wants to solve a problem it's going to look for another problem just say you get the the you know you leave a career and you go into another new one and it's great and it's wonderful it's got all these other problems to solve and not like they're big problems but they're issues they're things that you need to figure out and your mind loves this your mind wants to figure shit out so there's always going to be a problem in your life. It just depends on how you're looking at the problem, right? Shift it from problem to, okay, this is a job for my mind. Like just give it a job and it will be happy. And you don't have to make up a story about it. It's just something else that needs to be figured out. Give that job to your mind and just let your body and your soul be. Like it's going to be okay. It's always going to be okay. And I've used this in my life with people and I've seen people who aren't quite on the same, you know, wavelength as me get really irritated because they're just like, why are you always okay? You know, they get frustrated that I'm just like, yeah, I, I trust in it. It's going to be fine. Right. And there's some areas of our lives where 
everything is not fine. And that's where you're holding this resistance that kind of holds you back from what can really be what you want, yet you don't trust in it. So you're going to have that resistance. So it's kind of realizing, okay, this is the problem that my mind's trying to solve right now. It's going to be fine. I just need to work through this and, you know, recognize that awareness, awareness, awareness all the time. Does that make sense? And yeah, and the hardest thing is accepting, accepting and using your answer because you have all this outside stimulus coming from you. Your parents saying this, your friends saying that, your partner saying this, your, your coworkers saying that. And it's just like, but what about me? And you get, sometimes you don't even know about me. What is my best answer to this situation? Because you're constantly hearing this person say this and that person say that. And it's just like, Oh my God, should, should I listen? What, what do I want? And, and what is it that I want? You know, and that's always the hardest thing. And that's I, why people, you know, come to you, come to other people. It's just like, I don't know, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, what do you want on the deepest level and go with that. But you also have to realize that there are going to be distractions in the world. But again, coming back to being aware of what you want, what you desire, what's going to make you feel good. And then also being accepting that people have their opinions and they have their thoughts and their, whatever's been programmed into them, their experiences, right? Everyone's, this is, comes down to everyone is different and it's okay. This is how we are supposed to be. We're all supposed to be different. We're all supposed to follow a different path and that path is just to feel fucking good like that's it just feel good and you can feel good your way someone else can feel good their way and it doesn't have to be the same right it's like when somebody says if you choose that i'm never talking to you again then you get this feeling like oh my god this person's important in my life and if i don't make them happy then i'm not going to be happy and then i won't be around them and i'll cut this tie up and how do i do that and you go into this whole like internal spiral and then if you're you know an extroverted person you'll go you know you burst out or if you're introverted you'll like cave in and it's just like such like uh, you know a, a terrible decision for you know the person to make because they're like do I sacrifice this relationship do I sacrifice my own well-being and you know it's just like what do I do I like to call that a mind fuck because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like your body knows what you want and it's okay and then your mind is like oh my god but you're gonna die you're gonna die you're gonna die something is happening you're gonna die make them happy, do what you need to do. And then you're like, your, your awareness comes back and it's like, no, it's, it's okay. Like, this is what I want. This is what makes me feel good. And your mind's like, no, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. That's all it's thinking. I'm going to fucking die. I need to do something about this. But your body's like, and your awareness is like, no, it's all right. It's all right. And it's hard because your mind is so much more powerful and loud and excited and like your inner voice is like, no, it's, it's chill. It's all right. It's like, you know, that California surfer guy that's just laid back, relaxed. Um, and I don't even know why this is coming to me, but this is, I don't know, something. You got that California guy that's laid back, relaxed. And you got that New Yorker guy who's like walking around the city, like trying to go in and out of the crowds because he's going to be late for work or something. And he's trying to like just bust through. Like that's your mind. The crazy 
New York guy. And I could say that because I'm from New York. <laughs> exactly. Um, I just have this vision in my head. It could be completely wrong, but I'm just going to use that. You know, it's like you got the two opposite ends of the spectrum, two opposite ends of the country, two completely different personalities, right, are right. in you. And it drives most people crazy. And the, the, the old question is, which is better? And like, that's, that's somebody, that's something that everybody has to like contend with. There is no better. It's what is more prevalent to the situation at hand and going to ease you at that point. If the New Yorker is saying this is better and it's better for that situation, go for it. If the California is saying this is better for the situation then go for it, you don't have to listen to, you know, one every time, every situation is different. Every set of circumstances calls for a different thing just like you know eating you're going to use a fork or a spoon depending on what you eat you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's so true but um yeah like determining the two of those can be hard but again it comes down to that thing that I say all the time be the viewer of your thoughts what the fuck is going on inside of your head right now and is it useful or is it damaging? Like, which one is it? Which feels good? And you can also use this is how am I feeling in my body right now in the decision that I'm making or the thought that's coming to me? How do I actually feel? Do I feel tense resistance pressure or do I feel light and joyful and content? Like, which one are you feeling? And if you're not feeling that good feeling that we're all meant to feel on this planet, then you need to make a shift right? Because then if you don't, you're going to go into that medication mode and you're going to find something that is not useful that's going to block those feelings because you don't want to feel shitty. You want to feel good. So if you can't feel good, you're going to find something to kind of numb that out. Right. And it's just like, you know, you can't, like everybody wants to feel good all the time, you know, but you can never do that because it's just like, it's impossible. And it's just like, you're always chasing that feeling of good. And like, you know, next day it's like, wait, I was there yesterday. How come I can't get there today? And each day is a different level of good or, you know, and it's up to you to achieve it. Yeah. That's why every day is different. Every experience is different. The energy that you feel from the people in your lives is going to be different because everyone's different, but chasing that feeling or just allowing that feeling to feel good and asking yourself, not everyone around you, because everyone's opinion is different and it applies to them, not you. Looking outside for the answers is not the answer. And yet that's what like all humans struggle with is making everyone else happy all of the time and suffering themselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, um, yeah, uh, I want to go somewhere else um, to go somewhere else. Okay. So just jump um, into it. <laughs> okay. So, um, we're always, uh, you know, going back to the stories, things, some people make up these elaborate stories in their head and, you know, people think it's so far fetched, but to them, it's not far fetched to them. It's reality. So, um, you know, the different senses of reality, there is no one set of reality because, you know, why do people get locked up in psych wars? Why do people become president? Why do people 
become a king or a queen? Um, why do people get some cast out in society? Because their realities are so different. You know, why do, you know, like, just like why, you know, just like, and like, that's always something I, you know, just goes on and on in my head. Like people's realities are so different yet. If you act one way, you're going to be ostracized in one society. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, you're brought up a certain way, right? You're brought up. It's not truly who you are. Your soul tells you that. And you kind of fall into that reality, that identity, and that becomes you and you don't know anything else. But then you see something on the outside that you know that you desire, that you just have a feeling like this is where I'm supposed to be. This is where it feels feels good. But you don't know how to get there because you're so stuck in this identity of how you were brought up or this is this is how I was built, right? I hear that a lot. This is how I was built. This is who I am. This is how I was brought up. Just because you were brought up that way doesn't mean that you were meant to be that way. It was just programmed into you, right? This is what your parents do. This is what your sister or your brother does. This is what all the people around you do. It's kind of like you hear this, you're most like, I don't know, what is it like the the five people that are around you all of the time? It's like you conform to that because that's how they are and you want to feel like you fit in. So that just becomes you, but you still have this soul desire to be making like millions of dollars or to be in that amazing relationship, right? But you don't think it's possible because this is how I am. This is just how life is. And then it's this constant fight all of the time. But if you can learn how to step out of that and really tune into that frequency of those feelings that you know are inside of you and to constantly just look at that and like, I'm a big... I'm big into Abraham Hicks. Like I have been for a while and I've been digging into it even more now, but like getting to that feeling before you're actually at the spot that you want to be at sounds kind of crazy, right? But when you can tap into that feeling and be there and constantly be aware of your thoughts, like you can get there. You can change that reality and have that belief shift. It's all about reprogramming. Right. So getting into the feeling before you're there by tapping into that frequency. And you can do that by remembering an experience in your life that you had the feeling of the feeling you want to have, like the feeling of that person, that identity that you desire to have. Like you can find that feeling in a past experience and use that the same way by just replaying that scene, that feeling in your head over and over and over again. Like you can create that and that reprograms your mind. That becomes you. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the issue though is the current reality coming to the present reality saying, um, you know, I've been reading reality transurfing with uh, uh, Vadim, uh, I forget the last name, but um, it basically there's the law of gestation, which is like, you know, having that like a car, you know, like, just basically happening and happening. It takes a long time, not a long time, but it takes a definite amount of time for it to happen. So say like a stockbroker says, I want to become a deep sea diver. You know, you can't just be like, all right, overnight, boom, that's what I'm doing. You know, it's going to take like a while for that guy to say, you know what, you know, I know I'm making all this money, but I want to swim with the fishes. And, you know, next thing you know, that happens. It's like, you know, you can't just get in that mindset. I'm in that mindset. It's just like, 
you know, then you have to say, why is this happening right now? Why is it happening right now? And what about months later? And, you know, how long is it going to take type of thing? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, it takes work. It doesn't have to be hard work, though. Like, it's simple as getting into your head and working with that and being aware of it. But, like, you can change your reality. Like, you're not stuck in anything. The only thing that's making you stuck is you letting your mind take over, your ego take over. Like you can work through that stuff. There are plenty of people who have changed their realities and stepped into that person that they want to be. And it's incredible. And anyone could do it. Like there are no limits. There are no limits. There are only the limits that are in your head. Right. Like there's like, before I do that, I have to finish that. I can't move on until this is finished. Like this project, you know, and just like, it's like there's all these excuses and most, I don't want to generalize, but a lot of people always give themselves excuses why they can't jump into this reality and go this next step. You know, they turn on the news or they, you know, this person is, you know, a negative Nancy and saying, what about this? What about that? And, you know, there's all these outside forces that are inescapable, not inescapable, but like, just like drag you down and just like, wait, I just did that. I was getting there and now I'm pulled back into this thing, you know, and then you need to get to this thing called money, to this thing called success, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And a thought just popped into my head too. Um, One of those mind rules is, is your mind is always going to bring you back to the familiar, always bring you back to the familiar. So, and that's what I do a lot with, with people in RTT is reprogramming them, reprogramming them to what they actually want, because your mind, again, you're going to have an idea of what you want. You're going to start to get there. You're going to get a little progress and your mind's going to be like, I don't know this. I don't know the next step. That's when those problems come in. Right. And then it's just easier to go back. It's like dieting right? You've gotten, let's say you want to, you have a goal of like 20 pounds and you've gotten to like three pounds and your mind is like, oh, this is so hard. I don't want to do this. It makes up all of the problems. You know, maybe you suddenly get a pain in your back or you get an injury. It's like, that's your mind protecting you because it doesn't know what's on the other side. So it just brings you back. It brings you back. It brings you back. And it's the persistence that helps you get there consistently awareness. So like these aren't practices that you kind of just throw out there and it happens like you said before with the diet with the diver and the stockbroker. It is desire, it's persistence, it's keeping that higher frequency emotion going in your body. And it is work, but you don't have to do it all day long every single day. It's just a practice that you can do. And the belief that it's possible. You can play with possibility too. That's another fun one. Play with possibility. What if this? What if that? What if? What if? What if? But what if on the positive side, not what if this all goes to shit? What if people are going to say stuff, you know? Switch it. There's, um, I forget the guy's name. I was reading this book um, and there was this fun little exercise that you wanted to you should do. Um, you think of something you want and then you write three different outcomes, right? The outcome that's really good, really horrible, and just totally neutral. And then you like, just say like, okay, I want to do this. And then it's just like, you see 
your storyline, if it's a horrible outcome, you see a storyline, if it's just a neutral outcome, you see a storyline, if it's like a crazy, amazing outcome. And then it's just like, those are those possibilities, you know, and it's just like, wait, I, I, I can be okay with, you know, if that happens. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Another one kind of like dovetailing on that one is take the possibility of the worst possible thing that could happen and then break that down. Like, is this true? Is this going to happen? You know, like if I quit my job, right? If I quit my job, then I'm going to have no income. What if my business doesn't bring in money? Then uh, I'm going to be late on my, my payments, on my bills, then I'm going to, I'm not going to be able to feed my family. Then I'm going to lose my house. And then I'm going to be on the street and then everyone's going to hate me. Like do those, are those things actually going to happen? Yes. And if you can kind of break those down and look at it and realize that you're making up an insane story, you know, then you can look at it in a different way. But I love those three ideas. Those are great because there's three different ways to look at it. But yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and we all like everybody in society lived a horrible year last year hands down 2000 was the worst year like like if that's like the worst we can see like you know can't we move on from that can't we get you know better than there it's just like you know it's just like <laughs> it's true it's true so many people had a hard year last year I actually had an amazing year last year but I think it's because I'm in a different place in my head um but yeah, you like use 2020 as an example, like so many people lost their job. So many people had no income. It's like, how much lower can you go than that? Like, that's an example to use. Like if we made it through last year with all of the hardships and all of the health issues, like whatever you were going through, you made it, you're still alive. What else is possible? Right. Right. You know, instead of like chipping away at like this can get worse, this can get worse. What about this can get better? We can work on, you know, ways to make things, you know, better. And it's just like, why are we focusing on the negative still? You know, why are we focusing on these things that might not even exist? They exist in our head. And it's just like, you know, work through it. You know, that's kind of the biggest takeaway from anything is just work through your problems. Don't just give in to your problems. Yeah. Right. Cause think, go, then go back to the, the tree analogy, right? If it's there, if the tree falls and you see it, it's there. If there's no one in the forest, no one sees it. It's not there. It's all these possibilities. Like if you're not focusing on it, if you're not seeing it, it's not there. And the same thing, if you are there and you're focusing on it, it is there. So it can be however you want. You just have to make that decision and decide and move forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love this. I love this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Like we can really talk forever. Talk forever. Is there anything else that is on your mind that you want to dive into before we, uh, close this up um i mean we talked about we talked a lot about a lot i mean i I mean is there let's turn on to you is there any anything on your mind that you came into this conversation you called me and said brian i want to have this conversation what what was the the major reason we're having this conversation you know what is a good 
kind of a good thing I wanted to go into this with was you're going, you've been going through this kind of transformation, right? For a while now. Are there any specific, I'm going to call them phases that you recognize? Like if you could think back to when you first started going into this, any specific phases that you can, and nothing that was like defined by, you know, science or whatever, just according to Brian, like certain phases that you recognize yourself going into, like the meaning of life, like starting with like something like that or health problems, or I started like whatever it was for you. Well, I like to say that I'm a very lucky person in the fact that I just have to deal with conflict in my head, not bodily conflict. Like a lot of people have some serious issues that cause them pain and like, you know, their, their ways of getting through their day. I just have to deal with my own head. And I guess the start of it all is like dealing with your own head. You have, you know, these two extreme, extreme, I don't want to say voices, or there's just like conflicts in your head, you know, really rubbing against each other. And they're causing, you know, a whirlwind of just like thoughts and ideas. And it's just not negative, not positive, just like everything all at once, you know, just shooting at you and just all this like speed and, things that are happening in your head and all these possibilities are out there and you don't know which possibility to select. It's just like the matrix and you're trying to figure out like, how do I exist? How do I exist first in my own head? Then how do I exist in reality? How do I not scare other people with my thoughts and my ideas and like, you know, make them think I'm I'm like off my rocker because I've been there and I was a little bit ahead of my time. And, you know, you can, I'm, you know, claiming you're, you know, existential and alien or just like, you know, you work for this organization that, are, you know, it's like, how do I reel myself in from these ideas and how do I make this presentable and, you know, pretend you're going for an interview or, you know, going to class to present this. How do I, present this in a solid way. How do I slow everything down? So there's the whirlwind and then there's, let's reel it back in, come to your reality. Who's the, whoever, who's every reality I'm dealing with. So not only do I have to make myself okay with my reality, I have to be like, okay, what is Lauren's reality? This is Lauren's reality. How do I describe it to Lauren's reality? this is so-and-so's reality. I'm going to describe it to their reality. So it's kind of like shifting realities to different people because everybody's different. And I have to explain this differently to different people because some people can handle more of what I have in my head. Some people are just like going to freak out when I say certain things. (laughs) So I just make sure I don't say those certain things to those people because you know, it's just, I've learned, I've had conversations in my past and it's just, it just like, yeah, it just doesn't turn out good. So you get to their realities and then, um, you, you have a civilized conversation and then you move on and then, you know, then there's that, then there's dealing with other people. Then there's the dealing with yourself when you're with yourself. And that's the hardest point and the hardest problem And, you know, that's kind of where I'm working with now. I've gotten better. I've gotten more sedate and not 
and have to like run here, run there. And then there's the financial status and learning to believe in money, to believe in the system, to believe in that you want something. There's, there's something out there that is needed to believe in relationships and stuff like that. So cool. I don't know if I rambled or if that makes sense. No, it, makes, it definitely made sense. It definitely made sense. I love where you're, I love where you're going and I know you're going to, you're going to discover a lot more as you go more and more. Cause it's really, it's never ending, right? <laughs> Learning how to deal with yourself. <laughs> never ending, never ending. That was cool. Well, that's, that was pretty much what I kind of wanted to go into. And you, you broke it down really easily in like, a really good nutshell. So that was perfect. I think this is the great place to, um, to finish off. Cause like I said, we could talk forever. Yeah. And we'll have absolutely. to do that. And we'll have to do that another time. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. I appreciate this. This is always fun. I always enjoy doing these things. Yes. Because you get so many insights just yeah. from talking and hearing yourself. And sometimes when I'm talking, I'm like, did I actually have that in my head? Cause when you think about things, you kind of screw them up and they don't come out right? If you just say it, it's like you get these realizations of like, wow, that was in my head. Yep. And another really powerful tool to just leave you off is write it down on pen and paper, whatever's going through your head, whether it's like three to five minutes, it helps. And then just be like, all right, who cares about it? Just throw it aside. It's out in the world now. Yeah. Cause you want to get it out of your head and onto paper. And that's also how your subconscious processes things as well by writing them down. And a really good practice to use is do this before bedtime. Get whatever is rambling around in your head onto paper before you lay down, because then you can lay down peacefully and have a good night's sleep. Yes. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today on the show. It was truly a pleasure. I hope you found something that you are excited to apply into your own life. And until next time, have a wonderful day. Keep growing, keep glowing. I love you.